the Two Red Gringos podcast. This is Phil Baki, as always, and I am joined from the desert in El Paso by none other than Patrick Staley. Patrick. It's, it's hot. It's hot out here. <laughs> it is. Hot. It's hot out here, too, man. It is, like, it's not even funny anymore. Um, once you start approaching the triple digits, you just, it, it starts getting sad. Um, my, at some level, the odometer on my car, the temperature above it hit one thirteen. I was getting ready Holy to take a picture at one, at one twelve, and as I took the camera out on the phone, it it popped up to one thirteen. Oh man! Um, but I was going to say that you out there in the sweltering heat in the woods was going to lead to our second talking point, but we can't skip. Yeah, can't skip the no, first. The most the first important. Formal. Yeah, the most important. Porsche. So, um, for the first episode of season three, which this is our third season, which is kind of crazy. Um, now that we're now that we're moving on into um, into the the God, is it sixteen seventeen season? Yeah. Jesus That's Christ. Um, but yeah, as we as we move on question is what is your poison for this season opener for the gringos and it's it it's it's a two-headed dragon right now started off with the with the little something something just one of those uh because i was still still shaking off (laughs) a hangover around four or five p.m from from last night last night being thursday of course okay um and I figure I get a little something, something to get me going. Uh, but now it's now it's just been strictly Modelo after that. Oh, if okay. I had too many something, somethings, as uh, as my brother Dan Staley knows, he may be joining us in a little bit. Um, Hopefully, things tend to es- things tend to escalate. So the- I'm, I'm I'm sticking with the uh, the Modelo, a real okay. El Paso beer. What you got <laughs> is over it? There? Is it? Well, I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, Not it's a favorite of El Pasoans. Yeah. I'll yeah, say that. The beer that you would not be out of place sure. drinking at El Paso. Um, so I am currently rocking a... I, I just picked these up today because I haven't been in the house for a little bit. So um, I, I stopped at Specs on my way home, which is something you know we now have in common now that I'm back in Texas. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I picked up a um, Austin Beer Works uh, seasonal... Uh, beer. It's a half IPA, um, interest, which is very interesting. But credit to them for full pint cans on their seasonal offering. Um, oh, so, this, so that's what I'm rocking right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just that little bit extra. Just just it makes you feel loved. Um, well, that's what you guys can't see it right now, but also more in line with with the El Paso area is the uh, the the Loteria mug that i have this, this oh, baby yeah. holds about it holds a good 20 ounces right there. and that's i mean that's about the level that you want to be at yeah you yeah. want to be around that 20 ounce that 20 12, ounce level 12 you just uh, have to open too many cans it is which part part of the way through this i do have a can uh at the ready this is uh another austin special from uh, Hops and Grain Brewery which is right down on uh on east 6th street for those of you who are down in the austin area this is a pale mosaic. Um, so just a pale ale, not a uh, not an IPA, nothing too crazy. 
But uh, oh man, this is a what you know what I would refer to as a uh, a beer rich environment down here in in Austin. It's it's uh, everyone is trying to start breweries, and some of them are actually some of them are even good. Um, you guys are a little spoiled down there. So on Twitter, I'm trying bit. to sum up. I'm trying to sum up the beers that we're currently drinking. So you were, mine can be, I mean, just one word or one name, Modelo. Yeah. Yours, Austin-based, half IPA. <laughs> and No, you can just go Austin. I'm going Austin. I'm going local. I'm, I'm going. See, you, you've got to own up to, to, to the amount of hipster that's in this. You've got. There is the, a lot of hipster. It's Austin, Austin, man. Like, I can't. I can't help it. There's no avoiding it. It's not that you can't help it. It's that it's I won't that you help love it. it. It's that, that I, love it. It's that I won't help <laughs> it. <laughs> that you're bending over backwards. Okay, yes. Austin-based. I've gone out of my way to find half IPA or a pale, and this is the first time I've ever saying these words together. A pale mosaic, which is just a pale ale. It's just the name of it. Is it? Is it though? Hops and Grain Brewery. It's a solid beer. Right, they have a nice that. little. They have a nice little tap room too down there on East Sixth. Um, if anyone's down in the Austin area ever. Um, but yeah, it's just a it's a ten hour drive. So speaking of speaking of grains and hops, which are which are types of plants. Um, oh, you wanted this. to talk about. You said you wanted to talk about um, a topic that we discussed, I believe, yesterday. I mean, I don't want to talk about it because it definitely, <laughs> it definitely builds you up. Although I think anybody listening now, it, there's there's always been a weak link between the two red Ringos, and this this kind of solidifies it. <laughs> so we're we're chatting. Is it yesterday? We're chatting yeah. yesterday, right? About yeah. you know when when can we when can we do the thing? Uh, and and you say you're stuck at work. And I, I, of course, had an office day, which consisted of me going and getting an oil change and then um, going to buy plants from, from Home Depot. Nice little Thursday. That's, uh, a, that's, a type of, that's a type of office day that, that we need around here. Like, I mean, especially once you consider our, our next point of what you were actually doing at the time. And then you posted on Facebook. Uh, a video of you actually blowing up tanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so our, our workdays consist of me at Office Depot buying house plants for my girlfriend's office, who was actually hard at work, uh, and yours out out in the woods. Which I never know is if, if that means something else or if you're literally, literally in the woods. Literally um, in the woods. <laughs> blowing blowing up tanks. Um. Not yeah. Like, Tanks like you're you're containing a fluid, no, but the type of thing that can crush yeah. crush a building. Yeah, we were we were shooting some shooting some tanks. Um, that uh that video was pretty sweet, right? With the slow motion. Oh, it was awesome. Because I was a little worried at first. I was like, can I can I tweet the things that Phil tells me, or is this like classified it's information not. that, <laughs> I'm, not that I'm sharing? <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> like. Like me buying plants is is open to the public, but nobody wants to know that. Uh, <laughs> perhaps live live footage of Phil Bucky blowing up a tank. Uh, I don't know. And I wasn't personally doing it. I was just out there. Um, 
I would love to have been doing it, but I wasn't. I wasn't personally doing it. See, I don't. I don't think that flies in court. Like, if you're if you're robbing a bank <laughs> and you're the lookout guy, like you're, you're still robbing the bank. So, <laughs> look at me, Dan Garvin stealing TVs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I, I don't know. I would have. I honestly would have killed to be at Home Depot buying indoor plants because <laughs> I uh, I was I was awake. I was in the woods. It was a long, long week. Um, but the upside is, at the end of it, get to have uh, get to sit down, have a few brews, and and talk some talk some Liverpool Football some, Club. Some mosaic. Well deserved for you. Although the problem is when you say you kill to do that, if you're blowing up <laughs> tanks, it doesn't seem that far removed. So, whoa. Okay, maybe I'll. Okay, I'll. I'll, I'll I don't know. Some other long, figure of speech. Long week for you. Pretty, 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 pretty good week for Liverpool preseason football. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, I was I was keeping up with the matches via via Twitter. Um, and you know preseason you're just trying to you're you're more trying to get a sense of things you're not necessarily hanging on you know did we score um you know you're trying <laughs> to get a liverpool twitter is only concerned about the goals um but for you know for us it's it, you're trying to get a feel for okay like what's the team how's the team seem right now what's the what's kind of the the vibe we're getting in these early preseason matches, um, yeah. and and so far so good, I think. Um, yeah, and and you definitely want to take a look at, at two parts. How are the how are the young kids doing? Oh yeah. And how how are the new signings fitting in? Uh, and we're pretty solid on both accounts. I wanted yeah. to put that in into our talking points and just like the disclaimer, like preseason, like we're not. We're not jumping overboard like United got crushed today by Dortmund. As much as I love that, it's, pre- it's preseason. It doesn't mean anything. Just Although, like all of our all of our matches against you know really inferior opposition, right. uh, it, it's a good chance to see how how the younger people are fitting in, how the new signings are fitting in, uh, yeah. and really what what we can begin to anticipate for sixteen seventeen. So speaking of. The new signings. We'll we'll start with the new signings and then, and then talk about the kids. I think because, um, you know, the new signings. We're we're looking for them to have have a pretty immediate impact. Um, and so far in the, uh, in the friendlies that they have played, I would say that the two most influential players on the field have been new signings, and that's and that's Mane, and uh, Gruich. Gruich, Groich, I don't know how they're actually saying it. I think they're saying Gruich. Yeah, we're gonna we'll we'll figure that out by the time the season goes. Oh, and we're currently we're currently getting pinged. <laughs> we're getting assaulted. <laughs> currently getting pinged. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a fucking. I'm, I'm gonna decline that. There's so many. All right, I got. So I got a, right now. All right, I got. All right, so I've got Dan. What's up, Dan? We got Dan Staley back on here, star of the uh, star of the 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 live call of the Champions League <laughs> final. Um, let me I wasn't uh, anybody was, I didn't let me see. Let me see if I can like combine these calls so that we're all in the same space because I feel like a go between right now. We're all in it together. 
Um, what you trying to do here? I'm trying to bring oh. you into the to the call with with Pat. Oh, I didn't I didn't join it up. I also want um, to provide another another disclaimer that if Dan mentions anything about a blue scarf that I once owned as he's in his Liverpool Chelsea match, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I mean, it's true, it's, but it was just coincidental. I mean, it's true, but um, so. <laughs> So, Pat, actually, I'm going to – I think you – if you drop out of this one and join the one that has the three of us in it, then we'll be all in the same call. The so Patrick Wade Dan. Right now. The Patrick Wade Dan. <laughs> I'm getting kicked out. Kicked out and forced, well, to, drop forced to join. The, uh, yeah, okay. All right. All right. I'm going to switch. I'm going to try. Let's see what I can do here. You, I mean, you could stay in this one while you join the other one, just to make sure that we, you know, let you in. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Y'all true. set me up, yeah. man. <laughs> I actually declined that one. There oh, 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 I think I'm in. All right, I'm close to this one. <laughs> All right. All right, now I'm back. All right. You multiple I, mean, I, never, I never left, but. All right, well, here we go. So we were just talking about the. Um, we're talking about the friendlies, and not not in a way that you know is overly uh, overly crazy. But we're talking about how the new signings have been have been have been gelling so far, and have been. I was saying that that Mane and uh, Mane and Gruich have been have been a couple of our most influential uh, players in these preseason games. Well, Gruich for sure, but uh, you know, if you want to go back to somebody like. Uh what was it Latalic? It was somebody like one of those, like the next Zidane had like a you know three great pieces and got to be just absolute dog shit. So yeah, Scrooge has been great, but you don't want to you don't want to put money on him being a great player after just you know three three games against League Two, League One teams. Yeah, Hit, hitting a little closer to home, we've got uh, Yago Aspas. Yago, uh, what was it? I mean, if you <laughs> want to talk about ago. if you want to talk about great corners, we need to set peace taker. <laughs> so we so what you're saying is we need to activate that buyback clause from Celta Vigo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk, speaking speaking of buyback clauses, though, the I know a lot of mostly England-based fans. Uh, are a little upset over club ownership, but the way that business has been conducted this transfer season has been absolutely phenomenal. For we'll, we'll talk about Connors and I a little bit earlier, but the buyback clause is there. Uh, just the just the amount that we're getting for our transfers and the amount that we're spending is not that outrageous. But uh, and the amount we're not going to get for Benteke. <laughs> They're buying. Right. They're buying Barahino now. <laughs> they're switching. They're going to Barahino. I had a panic game. attack earlier today no, when I saw that. Up, we're going to end up loaning Benteke out and Balotelli, and we're just going to be stuck with their wages. No, no, no. we'll we'll get Benteke out. We'll, Balotelli, we'll get, maybe Balotelli will go out on loan because that's a little bit more explosive. But Benteke will be sold. I mean, we got a 27 mil offer for Benteke, and we turned it down. It's like, at this point, you got to accept it. Take, yeah. take your five mil loss and just and just go with it. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd be really happy with a five nil loss. But uh, but no, we're good. we're jumping ahead to transfers. We're talking. We are. We're talking preseason impact. So so maybe more so the 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 more telling. Um, performances in the preseason are, are the young the young guns um, and uh, I don't think and and correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think there's been a better player um, this preseason maybe maybe of the on the entire roster there's not been a better player this preseason than uh, Ovi Ajaria he's, he's been pretty phenomenal just like like the touches he has it, it doesn't even, it looks like he should be uh, you know, a seasoned 26 year old veteran that's been playing for years, but he's not like, it's, yeah. it, it, that's the exciting part about him, you know, right. his positioning like, and, and what he does. And those are yeah. the things that you can tell in preseason too. The biggest, the biggest thing that I've been excited about when it comes to the preseason is just the quality of passing and kind of spacing and positioning that we've had. Like, that's what you want to see in preseason. Other than that, you're, you're getting your stuff kind of, you're getting fit, right. you're getting ready for the season, but, the passing component and Jared has been like the the best example of that. Like his his first touch and his ability to spread the ball and his movement and, and more of an attacking mid position. It, it's it's been uh, it's, it's been something to get uh, a little boned up about. Yeah, <laughs> at least like half torqued. Oh yeah, we're definitely. I mean, I'm waking up. I'm waking up and the, and the covers are elevated a little bit. <laughs> Well, I so now I'll I'll admit I'll admit my uh, I'll admit my ignorance about Ajaria because I didn't know he fucking existed prior to the first friendly of this season. I don't think he did. I, I think he was created. <laughs> he's a re- he's a regen. I think that's kind of loose, Pat. He's a he's a regen. What? Patrick Vieira region. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a good that's a good comparison. Well, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't hear about him or I didn't hear about Kent. I didn't have to hear about Woodford or uh, uh, Woodburn. Woodburn, sorry, not Woodford. Jeez, all good. All good. I mean, Kent, Kent, we knew about Kent, we knew about. We knew there was a little bit of quality there, but he's been phenomenal. Woodburn, obviously, we we didn't really know him because I mean, he's an ex Michael Owen. Come on now. Well, yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> Not too early for that comparison, but uh, Andrew, Andrew Plague's and poor commentary. I just can't wait <laughs> when, he, when he ditches us for for the continent. But but no, he. I mean, he was probably you know he's so young. But Ajaria too is nobody. Nobody knew about him, and he's been him and Gruch. I'd probably say along with Mane have definitely been the ones that have stood out in terms of the the quality and play. You could argue that Woodburn Kent are, you know, they're, it's been opportunistic for them because of the level of opposition. Uh, but when you just look at the way that the others have played, like the new signings and the Ajaria, they're just fitting in seamlessly too. And it's spacing and passing are things that, you know, you need down and that could look good again. The same way that looks against a lower league team could be the same way it looks against Chelsea Milan whenever we play them in, uh, in the U.S. too. So those those have been the most exciting for me. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think uh, I think I think Gruich. It's I think it's exciting to see Gruich just because he kind of falls in between um, 
he's a you know he's obviously a new signing and it, we want him to make an impact um but he's also real young so he doesn't he he we're not really relying on Gruich to be a uh you know a first team impact like right off the bat so yeah. seeing him play play decent in the preseason and get a couple goals and honestly strictly from a like from a fan's perspective just seeing a dude who really gives a shit about playing for Liverpool so much so that he scores again he scores against fucking Fleetwood Town and knee slides out of the celebration yeah. <laughs> like I mean I don't know like it's keep the Stevie G comparisons too those those yeah. cringe yeah, that's what eight. I mean. It's obviously wait. <laughs> Give him the eight. <laughs> <laughs> were called, him and Clavon. Ragnar, oh Ragnar, Ragnar. Give Ragnar the eight. <laughs> Give Ragnar the. He's he's gonna be a cult hero. I mean, he's gonna be like he's the next uh, Kyrgiakos. That's what he I said. Just, <laughs> that was my first tweet. He should just wear a headband every day. Just like Kyrgiakos with an injury. He almost looked like Solid Snake, and you're just like, holy shit. He's got the infinite ammo. The infinite ammo headband, dude. Think about Grooch, though. It's like his physical prowess is just so ridiculous. He's just a big dude. Fucking monster. I love most about Grooch is the fact that he and I are the same height. And even though athletically, I I don't deserve to be within miles of a soccer pitch. I was playing basketball the other day and hurt my calf. Just a little pickup three on three game. That's just <laughs> but Groot, he's like he's six three, six four, same as me. If you see him on the pitch next to other people, they he looks like a giant. So yeah. that 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 brings me a little bit of joy. That if I, I if, I'd, like, if it, I'd like to see you on the pitch to be honest. Just just to see what happens. <laughs> I mean I <laughs> I mean, we Phil and I have been there before. He's seen he's seen the magic. I mean, I, I, think, I think the last time you, you, your season was cut short when you like you rolled your ankle and you were out for about oh, no, two months. Carlos Tevez does. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 yeah. He, he, he ditched. He, Pat ditched our team because had a little ankle roll and he couldn't continue <laughs> on. Ankle roll Dude, I think honestly, Allie was probably at home. And Pat was like in the, the hot, you know, in the doghouse. He's like, I'm gonna go get home and just roll my ankle a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> Allie was at that game. Allie was at that game. By she the wanted way. to go home. Oh, I mean, man. yeah, she, that, that's probably true. That's probably true. I had severe damage. Seriously. Severe damage to my ankle. Severe damage. Sorry, sorry, Pat. Digging that one out of the relics there, but uh... I know that we went back deep. <laughs> that one. So that was actually prior to our. Prior to our El Paso LFC days, that was the last Dude. time I played uh, in any type of organized. Yeah, we uh, we played against Diego Forlan in that that season, or a guy that would just oh, also the quickest goal of all time. <laughs> probably sidestep. I scored from the kickoff. Yeah, scored from the kickoff. We beat a team one nothing. The only shot on goal we had was from the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> It's a real, it's a real it's Mourinho a, performance. I was going to say, yeah, I, I was going to say Stoke. Charlie Alonso. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think ever anybody's ever said that, nor nor will they ever, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, I got similar looks. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I don't think that, that's ever been said, nor will be said. I mean, I just said it, so. 
That's true. That's true. So that's one and done. Yeah. And we're, we're getting too far away from 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 where we're, where we're needing to be right now. Blame so so speaking of back eight years. So speaking speaking of you know guys not cutting it on the pitch, Pat. Um, <laughs> we've we've got a. We've got a couple of players that are kind of finding themselves. I, I would say outside of the at least the fan base's uh, good graces. I don't. I don't know about Klopp himself. Um, we don't know what's yeah. going on in that in that in that mind of his. But um, I think I think Markovic more than anyone comes to mind when you think about players who kind of need to impress in this preseason and and so far against even lesser opposition, kind of haven't. No. No. Markovich, for one, is. I, I was a little bit interested to see him, at least on the team sheet, positioned in more of a 10 for a couple of games. Even though when you watch it, he drifts out wide. It was, I, I'm assuming, more natural position uh, on the right for him. But he, he hasn't been bad. Like, there's, you know, he's he grabbed a couple assists. But just the entire time, I mean, he's, he's missed some, I think, about two absolute sitters. But well, that's he's, the he's in, the, of, in the past, it's not just the preseason. He misses yeah, sitters. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he has he, terrible. <laughs> he, he has had opportunities, and these these are these are the opportunities where a player like Gruch can come in and immediately put a stamp on the game. That's what you want to see. from somebody like Markovic, who's had who's had a lot of hype built around him. They should be able to come in against this level of opposition and immediately make a direct impact. Um, and aside from a couple of assists, I don't think that's the thing. Is that he, he disappears? And you're like, oh, he just he got an assist. You're like, maybe he can get better. It's like this continuing thing. It's like, oh, Markovic has the skill. He can he can have his pass, or he, you know, he has this vision, and then yeah. he'll disappear for the next 45 minutes. You're like, and yeah. I, and I got into it a little he, bit with uh, some people on Twitter. Or, or just one guy, uh, but it was <laughs> Man United Florida guy. No, no, not not a boy. Yeah. No, no, that's he actually just. I think he deleted Twitter after Man he United a USA. Man Man USA. Yeah, Dan posted a picture of his nipples on Twitter, and you never heard. Such a sad, so sad. But no, an LFC fan, and he was like, "We got to sell Mark the trade away. He's not cutting it." Is there a need to sell market? Like, is like there's yeah. what, is, is I mean, was there a need to sell Ibe? Oh, yeah, it breaks yeah. my it breaks it breaks my yes. heart. But it, it's probably the right. need to sell both Markovic and Ibe, and they need to sell Markovic immediately. Unfortunately, I think if you, I think if we got if we got if we got a fifteen plus mil offer for Markovic, then. And so you, and you have to then, then you got to take it. You have to remember we're not playing in Europe this year, so we don't need the depth. Yeah. So right. Is, um, so that we're better positioned to bring someone in in January when we have the prospects of Europe, or at the end of the season when we have prospects of Europe again. Um, I think it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is in pecking order behind Mane, uh, uh, when Alden, uh I mean, he's he's not going to start at all. So it's like. Worst no, case, yeah. you can send him on loan, and you, you still think, oh, if he has a good season on loan, he's going to come back and do something. No, we send him to Turkey. Like the level of opposition in Turkey is completely different to what he's going to deal with in the Premier League. Yeah. Absolutely. And he didn't even he didn't even impress this year too. Like if there's a loan move that's working, like you could say for Danny Ward, that makes sense to send him out on loan. 
because he impressed on loan. It's given him minutes. It's given him chances. Markovic didn't. I mean, you could do. You could try it again, but he he didn't show anything when he was in Turkey either. So I didn't know. He's kind of our next Aquilani, to be honest. Twenty mil player. Yeah. Do you want the buyback? We want the buyback with Markovic, like we have. Sell on. Sell on. I'd say sell on. That would okay. be that would be the extent. I, not necessarily a buyback because they might they might kind of balk at that. But you give them the uh, you give them the sell on of you know we get a cut of, of whatever, yeah. whatever whoever whoever decides to pay sporting or you know or whoever decides to to yeah, bite. Then you just sporting's a team that's really been in for them. You tell them, really? hey, when whenever you sell them to Chelsea for like forty mil, just just give us give us a cut. <laughs> No, that, we don't want that because that would mean we're with teams like Southampton and oh, never mind. I guess we buy all of our players from Southampton, so I'll refrain from saying about them. Yeah, we're we're Circ- at least above them. Circle of life. Um, <laughs> I think the so, circle of life. <laughs> so in in that last little bit, you guys mentioned the newest signing for Liverpool FC. Giorgino Vinaldum. Um, and uh He's he's joining the team in the, in the U.S. for the tour. Um, he's getting the preseason in. Um, kind of a late breaking uh, as far as targets go. We kind of knew about Mane. We kind of we kind of know about some of the you know Chilwell. These guys who are who have been targeted for you know a while now. Vinaldum kind of late breaking. How is Vinaldum fitting into the team? I think with him. Uh, well, first off, I want to say he's 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 a FIFA legend. I've been a fan of him. He is a FIFA, FIFA legend. For a long he's long good long. on yeah. he's good on FM too. He's good on FM as well. But with him, you have you have this pace. You have this uh, I don't know, this quick ability to go on the outside and to cut inside and get behind defenses. I think uh, honestly, that's exactly what Klopp's looking for. That's why he's signing Vinaldo. That's why he's signing Mane. These yeah. guys who are very versatile. Like they can they can honestly play as a striker if they need to, or they can go outside. Like the They've got that pace to actually absolutely terrorize defenses. So I think uh, I think potentially our lineup for next uh, for next season could be could absolutely scare the shit out of a lot of fullbacks. Especially the pace is the big part for us too, because one we've been hurting so bad on what made us so good in the thirteen fourteen season was our ability to counter, and we, I mean, we lost Suarez. Not that necessarily Suarez has the pace he's got pace with the ball but I mean Sturridge alone you know you can't really counterattack with one person but having people that can that just have that burst and I, I think that's something that Mane's definitely shown in, in preseason even like Woodburn and Kent have showed it in the preseason uh, but that that's something that we've really been missing was was that level of, of speed not just the quality like we've got a lot of players that can dribble but just yeah. like you know just Hit him with a long touch and then just beat him off the dribble. That's that's something that Mane and I think uh, when all of them's definitely going to break the team. And, so, and I also, I also <coughs> go I for it. I also think that uh, like adding those players and being able to put them on the outside will allow Coutinho to get more more central. I think a little bit deeper. Which I you know, granted he's going to give you goals, but I think that's what our midfield lacked the past year. You know, like, it kind of sucks when you got Milner, like a bunch of slow guys, Milner, Lucas, and whoever else in the midfielder. They're yeah. not the most creative. They're they're very direct. They're you know I think that's what we've been lacking. I think that's those signers yeah. are going to give us that edge to where we can actually move stuff forward and actually have a playmaker in the middle of the park. 
Right. And, I mean, you look at Klopp, like, playing – most likely he's playing that four two three one with Sturridge up top. Like, when he's got Sturridge available, that's the formation he's going to want to play and make him mm-hmm. the focal point. But if you – a lot of people are talking about Vinaldum doing a job, quote-unquote, in um, in central midfield. And I I personally think if you can – if you've got Sturridge up top and you've got Mane, Firmino, and um, Vinaldum right behind him, you have the ability to kind of use Coutinho in a deeper role. Um, yeah. And then you play either Chan or, or Gruich um, in, in that kind of destroyer central, central defensive mid um, kind of role. Um, the workhorse, if you will. And, and then you've got, I mean, and that's obviously, you know, that's not every game. That's going to be when we want to attack. Um, but, I mean, you look at that front four of, of Sturridge, Van Mane, and Firmino. I mean, damn. <laughs> no. Damn. You're loaded if that's his 11 that you want to go with, or you've got so much depth, too. Uh, and, and I, I mean, the other option is. Yeah. I was just going to say the other option. The the only other person who should feel threatened. So there are two people who should feel threatened by the signing of Vinaldum, and that's, uh-huh. that's la, 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 Adam Lalana, <laughs> first and foremost, And then and then the second person who needs to be worried about Vinaldum, I think, is is um, is Hendo. You think Hendo, not Milner? So well, it's a little of both. I don't. I don't know that Milner yeah. should be. Milner shouldn't really be thinking about like getting playing time this season. Um, We're talking I about. He's a top five player in Europe. I mean, it's proven fact. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, well, it was funny when I, someone posted uh, the Pogba's stats next to uh, next to James Milner's, and <laughs> <laughs> they they were almost identical. <laughs> Um, I think Pogba had three more goals, but as far as assists, uh, tackles, uh, key passes, all that stuff, him and Milner were almost like identical stats. <laughs> so someone tw- someone tweeted out that you know Man United are going to pay 120 million for a for a shite haircut and a <laughs> and a and a, a, a trademark and the dab, yeah. <laughs> um, but. No, Milner, I mean, so Milner obviously did a he 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 did a good job for us last year. A lot of his assists though came from crosses out wide. And yeah. it's I think it just becomes a matter of, you know, whether Klopp is going to look for like is he going to put a Vinaldum in that spot um where we kind of saw Hendo and Milner deployed where they they're playing in central mid but they they roam out wide. Um or is or is he going to push like those attacking players kind of forward and then play more of a uh, more of a base um, a base two where they're they're kind of more focused on on playing as central mids um, you know the Chans and the uh, and yeah. the uh, and the Groiches where they're they're they have the ability to get forward um, but they don't. Uh, they're not focused um, yeah. on, on, I mean, on getting it's forward. See, it's hard to see Klopp changing it up too much, to be honest. Yeah. I think with, if we've got Surge, if Surge is fit and healthy, then it's always going to be a 4 2 3 1. And then you're, assume, you're be... assuming he's starting Surge over Riggy, too. Over who? 
Oh, okay. Big div, oh. man. Well, yeah, I mean that. That yeah, that's obvious. But Surge, Surge is healthy. It's a four-two-three-one. Uh, but I think there's there's definitely been some glimpses of four-three-three, and I think and we were talking about it with some other people. Maybe it'll be a or Ings that can fill in if he wants to keep it four-two-three-one. Uh, but I don't think he has any problem going to four-three-three either. Whether it's like Firmino or you know somebody else up there that that, that drops a little bit further in, um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be be surprised to see either. I think the midfield three he definitely likes, but uh, yeah, I think the one three up top is is what's going to be our most potent in terms of attack. Well, and I mean we've seen we've seen Sturridge in a four three three before, and it it almost never works. I don't, I don't know why, um, but he's much better when he's when he's it, absolutely and central and got guys running in inside of him um, if he does decide to drift wide. And I think what that boils down to, because Surge is really good. I mean, Firmino's amazing at this as well, but Surge is really good at dropping in to receive the ball. But if it's in a 4-3-3, the emphasis is... I think it's even though it, it seems a little bit more attacking, the emphasis is almost on that striker dropping in, and so he's not that. That's a role I think that suits Firmino a lot more, and not right. necessarily Sturridge. And then you've got the attack maybe coming a little bit more from the wings, forming, you know, almost almost a four four two, whenever that whenever the striker drops in. So I think that's why Sturridge sometimes struggles in the four three three because. He's that centralized player that's now kind of dropping into a ten uh, rather than right. a nine, which is which is what he excels at. Um, speaking of re- referring to positions as numbers, <laughs> hoping to get to this. <laughs> Vinaldum wearing the number five um, and is in number. no way near central defense. Uh, your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, drop him in. Uh, just phrase it as you're putting him in with Chan or Burich in that in that centralized two, and then you can kind of make pretend. But in terms of where he'll actually be <laughs> on the pitch, like Markovic, you could pretend Markovic is playing a ten, but he's out there. He's out there on the wing as an eleven or whatever. Klopp's Klopp gonna Klopp's gonna deploy Vinaldum on the uh, left center back, Daniel Agger style, <laughs> <laughs> and just long range I, long I range like strikes it. all day. I love the five because it takes all the heat away from Sokka taking the three, which is traditionally left back, but at least you're still like Sokka's a left center back, and that's right. always his number. But, I mean, this is just going to show that numbers don't mean shit anymore. They don't. They don't. Well, here's the about numbers for you guys. And I don't know if you've talked about this before, but uh, what about uh, the keeper position? Uh, that we've got coming in, I mean, is it a foregone conclusion that Mignolet is going to be on the bench? Is he bumped from being the number one? Uh, if he would have taken, if he would have taken the one, then that's obvious. But Minule never, never really claimed it. So. I think I think his approach to the number one has been analogous to his career at Liverpool. He's never <laughs> grabbed the He's that unsure. spot and made it his own. Like he could have made it clear that he was the you know the first choice keeper. It's, all, it's and, always been up in the air for him, and he's always been. Sure, sure. <laughs> and he's always been grasping at it, just <laughs> all right. So just here, flailing. 
we've got. We've got. We've got two. We've got our vice captain and our number one, who did not actually have the number one, that we don't think are going to be in the eleven next year. Is Milner's starting spot and is Minule's starting spot? Is it theirs to lose, or is it is it already gone, or is it coming down to the preseason? One of those three choices. I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I think so. I think I think Carius is going to get a real look this year. Um, I I don't know if it's even. I think Minule half lost the job already. Um, because I, I think, think I think Milner starts too. I yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked to see to see Milner start, especially at the beginning of the season. Not necessarily because he's the greatest player on the pitch, but because we, we have, he would be like one little like rock of stability that we have um, yeah. in the you can't side. Just throw all these new players on at once and just expect, you know, something happy. You have to have some cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. We roll out, there. we roll out the fucking Tottenham, you know, Frankenstein monster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whereas, you know, Chadley and Chadley and Erickson and hope something happens. Um, <laughs> It worked out yeah. right for them. Well, not as well as I would have hoped, but that's played better. better. But uh, I think you guys. I think Dave's right. I think I. I feel ex- expect to see Milner in the starting eleven on the first yeah. day. Uh, and I think we're going to see Carius as well too. I think he's going to end up. I, I, I can't see any other reason that we brought him in, or any other goalkeeper, for example, aside from the. the the old geezer that we just brought in, manager or whatever. Oh, um, Winninger? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Carius is, Carius is going to be there, and I think uh, I think Milner is definitely going to be I, there too. I, I think I think Carius has has the job, but I also think that it's definitely it's going to be up for grabs. Like if he if he <laughs> screws up once, I think Minule is going to going to come in. It's almost like whoever screws up the most, you've got the job. Or screws up the least, and, you've got the job. <laughs> and and Carius, I mean, the save against I think that was Huddersfield, right? The oh, that save that save though um, on the curler into the towards the top corner. That was. Uh, a, a, a good sign uh, from a guy who hasn't literally the goalkeepers have not been tested um, no, was, in in, in these it. matches. Um, so it was it's nice amazing. to see him make the Carius one save is, he needed to. Karius's Twitter game has been real strong. He is a self confident. He's a self confident motherfucker. Yeah. is kind of like boring James Milner, where he posts on Twitter. He's like. Just arrived in the USA, and Carius mm-hmm. is you know tweeting top bands to, to the followers. Yeah. So. Top yeah. bands, Jesus Christ! <laughs> these 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 are the type of sarcastic comments that get said quite regularly <laughs> on the two red ringos. I'll, t- I'll tell you um, what, the most exciting thing that's happened for me this week. A little side topic: of, those great tops. Those great tops, and they got the airplane. Did you see those? Yeah, oh, dude, oh, those are next level. I've never thought about buying oh training God. gear until <laughs> until then. My like I'm getting, I'm so getting, hard. I'm getting it. I'm getting some I, for sure. I've never gotten so excited to see Danny Ings before, and then I saw those, that shirt. <laughs> does, Danny, does Danny Ings have like, sign Ings? Does he have like a, a hunch or something? I don't know if you guys can see. He kind of runs like the hunch back in the, He's kind of got like he runs. 
he just he looks like a fucking angry bulldog. Yeah, well, that's a good just like he works in on every... the Albert Docks, and he's thirty-five years old, but he's <laughs> instead he's like twenty-five years old playing as a striker. He's he legitimately looks like he could have played for Liverpool Football Club <laughs> in like eighteen ninety-five. All right, I gotta say because we're talking, we're gonna go to irrational LFC Twitter sometimes. So. And I, I feel let's, like let's do it. Let's just Danny dive Ames right is kind in. Of part of that, like we've got Alan, we've got and Dan. <sighs> Dan is going to probably get on board with this girdle shit because he's an idiot. But <laughs> but with with Ings, like there's been there's a lot of not necessarily hype, but almost like Ings mm. is the real deal for us. So uh, and he showed glimpses. But what what has Ings really proven as far as contributing to the squad as an LOC player? And then we'll I, get we'll, we'll take the dive. He scored goals and then he got injured. Yeah, I mean, he he, he scored goals. <laughs> that was that was the plural. He, he was, I mean, he was scoring at a time when I mean, I've gone back and watched the like, you know, all all goals from fifteen sixteen um, yeah. YouTube video, and, and, and it and, and it and starts and out it starts out <laughs> fucking lean like. <laughs> Liverpool's season started out. We were not scoring goddamn goals, like, um, and so Ings finally got a shot after we trotted Benteke out there for like five weeks, and he couldn't, couldn't, he didn't even know where the goddamn net was. Um, and Ings scored again. I think it was Norwich the first the first game um, that he scored. But regardless, like he took it well. It was a good like first touch. He takes it, you know, takes the goal well, and and it's just one of those things where he looks. I think like he passes the eye test as far as strikers go when you're yeah. like, all right, this guy, like he's a good finisher. He knows where the goal is. Like he, he's got that instinct to be able to, to get in, to get in behind and, and finish chances. And then he also works his fucking ass off. Like <laughs> he's a great, he's a great, he is a bulldog. He, is a bulldog. he will he run. Work. Yeah. He will so, run for days. so, so like Dirk Cout, I mean, who happy thirty sixth birthday to Dirk Cout? Um, he's thirty six. Thirty six, and he's still so the, uh, still going. He's still got it. He's still so got made it. The, uh, the the comment on Twitter saying, uh, "Is it coincidence that they signed Van Alden the same day as uh, Dirk Cout's birthday?" <laughs> I so they asked him a question about Dirk Cout in his press conference, and oh, uh, he said that you know he said. Basically, I think it was. It might have been like a Dutch journalist or something making the comparison, but yeah. they just said, you know, like, do you want to be at the level of Dirk Kout kind of thing? And he was like, yeah, you know, he's a guy who can play anywhere. Um, he'll play wherever the manager says, and he'll run forever and and <laughs> do a job for the team kind of thing. But but that's the thing is like Dirk Kout. When you think about Dirk Kout, what he what he brought to Liverpool, you never you never say like, oh, he was like. A fantastic finisher or yeah. a great passer like you don't really think about those things you think you always think of his work rate but it always led to moments where he was either in the right position to to take a chance or or create a chance um that and that's why he it. oh yeah <laughs> for all for combined like 11 yards uh <laughs> all three goals <laughs> um but yeah, so you think about you think about these guys, and and I think Danny Ings kind of fits in. You know, Danny Ings isn't gonna like, 
he's not going to take a ball down on the chest and score from like 30 yards, but he, he's, he oh, runs whoa, whoa, in behind. Whoa, <laughs> um, he runs in behind. He, he knows where the goal is. He, he puts the work in and I mean, I don't know. I think obviously he's not going to be a first choice striker. We've got, when you've got Sturridge and Origi, especially the way Origi played, um, you know, in the middle of last season, um, yeah. when you've got those guys, like obviously Ings is going to be third choice, but like you've got a guy who can go out there and sub in whenever, whenever, you know, Van Aldum or, or whoever, if they're, you know, if they're kind of waning towards the end of the match, then you throw Ings on, try to get, try to, try to spark something. Um, and you know that he's gonna, he's gonna run his ass off to try and get, to try and create something. Um, yeah. And I Whereas, like I like Ings too. I wasn't I wasn't saying like you know yeah. to, to put him oh, down. Didn't you? Because well, the question it? is like the quality, right? Like the the question is always like, is he of it, the required quality? And that and then yeah. I I think like he has to still prove that because yeah. he was hurt. He was hurt for so long. There were questions. There were questions about it at the start of the year, and I think that's what he showed us is that he's he, he's proven that he can step in and and score goals. Just he yeah. had a limited amount of time to do it, but. You know, you got the right. eye test, and that he these three goals for us you know, hey, last season. Did, didn't you game. have a didn't you have a Sterling jersey, and you decided to turn to an Ings jersey? Is that you? <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that. that that's a brilliant move. But my Ings, I'm glad you brought that up, Sterling. Uh, so before we get into Allen Turtle. I'm really worried about my next jersey choice. <laughs> uh, you should be worried because I, I had I had Sterling. Anytime I wore the, the kits, though, for Sterling, it, I started. I bought the kit. He took off. Granted, some mm-hmm. of that might have been down to Suarez, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some of the credit literally on my shoulders <laughs> for that kit. <laughs> but then I I was heartbreaking. That's why I was so excited about the buyback clause because it means I get to keep keep the jersey, and and there's some hope that he'll well, you can come that. back. Your exact words, I, mean, yeah, I think, keep, were when he I'm when he returns to. When he returns to Anfield and claims the number seven, claims the number seven, <laughs> then it's like then it's like peak 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 hipster. Where I've got, where I've, on the wing. <laughs> if I've got the eye, what is he thirty three or whatever, and he takes on the seven, then it's like oh shit, this this motherfucker liked liked eye before you know before we sold him to oh shit, where did we sell him? Burnley. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Something, yeah, so yeah, I, I'm still holding that hope for I, but he, he didn't make the grade uh, last season. Um, to you know, also know, you also know who didn't make the grade last season um, was everybody's favorite Liverpool player right now. Uh, we, we Joe Allen, <laughs> team of the team of the tournament for the Euros. Uh, well, yeah, and and in the hearts and mind of, of every LFC Twitter account out there right now, <laughs> Colt Hero. He was he was the team of the tournament at the at the at the most shit Euros in recent (laughs) memory. He had had a couple good goals. That final was brutal, though. Jesus. Well, I mean the fact that the fact that the the format robbed robbed the world of of Germany versus any decent team in the final is is absolutely crazy. That Um, format was just. I mean, did you see the format for the next Euros? Oh, Jesus it's going to get, it's going to be worse. I almost, I almost, <laughs> I almost keep reading about the qualification process. Now. <laughs> Just what is that? Keep... The nation, the nation's, uh, 
Nations like, Cup or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Nations Cup or something like that, and then like some Where it's of like those a league format. And then oh my god, I, I wanted to punch somebody. I wish it's Portini like, was right there so I could decapitate him. It's like straight up hashtag pro rel at a at a European <laughs> level. God. Uh, uh, yeah, a bit much. But, 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 but Joe Allen, Joe Allen, where, <laughs> where's the from? Because it's never been there. It's never been there, and he's absolutely been crucified prior for never having the quality to step into the squad. Blame, blame why? Yes. Why now? Why? Where is this coming from? Like, because it was the Arsenal game. The Arsenal game. God. Oh, the equalizer. Straight up. That is where this comes from. Because so, I, I'll admit that I think towards the end of the end of last season, there were a co- there were a few games where Joe Allen had pretty had pretty solid performances in midfield. Yeah, um, he played he played well. He played well. And and so, as a as a <laughs> depth player or a guy that we put on to kind of you know control a game, I'm fine with it. Yeah. My my issue is that everyone is talking about him like he's indispensable right now and honestly if we get offered like 15 mil which is just about what we paid for him fucking take it i like not bad he doesn't he doesn't add he doesn't add he doesn't add fucking goals he might create a goal like every like four or five appearances um but but he's just yeah because he was like he put in some consistent performances and he had a great Euro and like he became this whole cult here and you're like oh we can't get rid of him but yeah fuck yeah we should get rid of him we should Especially sell him now while consider- Stoke is still dumb enough to pay 16 mil or whatever yeah I that's because we paid so much for Allen this was before you know he paid 30 32 for wages why, why pay him the wages when he's going to be a bit player exactly yeah. I have no problem paying Allen but now is the time to sell him. Like that, this is what I was kind of saying. With like, do we really need to sell Markovic right now? Is his stock dropping at all during the preseason? I don't think so. Hey, hey Pat, speak. Backtracking to Ive a little bit. I feel like I gave the curse, or me and Wade actually gave the curse to uh, Jordan Ive and Joe Allen when we saw them at, uh, at the Dunkin' Donuts in Chicago when they were here for the Olympiacos game. Oh wait, yeah, probably, you saw him at the, You saw him at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, we were, we were sitting. Oh, oh they, they, they did an appearance. Uh, they did an appearance. And, uh, the LLC presenter, uh, TV presenter, uh, Claire Warwick was out there too. We were talking to oh, her. Okay. She's, uh, she's 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 a she's a looker. So uh, then we look inside. <laughs> and there's, there's Joe Allen and uh, Jordan. And I. I'm like, man, these guys are gonna be great. Now they're gone. <laughs> Dan, Dan also claimed and... that Andy Carroll was gonna outscore Aguero in his debut Liverpool season two. So there's that. There's that. I mean, he did I mean, two goals against Manchester City. I was right. He there. did. He outscored. You were at that game. The th- the yeah. three nothing. <laughs> Carroll two, uh, count one. Oh man, yeah. John Flanagan's debut just completely yep. shut down. Mario Baldelli. That is is fantastic. There's something. There's something about. John Flanagan's first game in a season <laughs> where he just absolutely is lights out. And then yeah, everyone it, lights out. And then everyone is because it was his first his first appearance this season was against City, right? And he shut down Sterling and made that tackle like early oh, on. Oh yeah. Crunching tackle. Oh, yeah. And so immediately everyone is like, Thank God John Flanagan is back. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and he's a spouser, so that definitely helped his case. 
And then he and then he actually plays a few games, and everyone's like, "Ugh, feeling a little uneasy." Underwhelmed. <laughs> what about what about Flano? Are you guys on board with him being sent out on loan? Uh, yeah, I don't. Probably better for his development, to be honest. Yeah, I would say the way the squad shapes up, I think we need somebody that can fill in yeah. at left back or right back. But would you rather have Connor Randall playing as backup to? decline we didn't even touch on Connor Randall that guy needs to be gone like really bad <laughs> to sell him just just say don't don't show Here's up the... to Melwood anymore just don't <laughs> so, he some good looks in preseason here's no, the no. He, here's Connor the, the gear that we've given you just don't show up anymore here's right? here's Connor Randall right Connor Randall <laughs> Connor Randall the bar for him was he put in better crosses than Moreno I mean that's not that's not saying do. anything. Wait, that's wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, are, are we going down a road where I have to defend Moreno? We have to go down a road. We have to talk about Moreno at some point. Well, yeah, right? we do. We do. And I'm still because we need I'm to sign. Not sure. We need I'm still to not sign. Sure we need to sign a left back. Like how many like, conversations have we just have we had on this podcast talking about the balance of fullbacks? Do, do we We've talked about it, but we need we to need sign a fucking fullback. We need to sign a left back. We talked no. about this after the Europa to, League final. No, what we need to do is do the inverted pyramid with Ragnar the Red in the back. <laughs> Ragnar. He just he plows it in the box from the back and it's unstoppable. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about I'm thinking about the fact that we're gonna have like our center backs are Ma- Mamadou, Dejan, and Ragnar. Um, <laughs> just the most awesome and, names of all time. And Joel. I was just going to say Joel. I was just going to say Joel to really well, to see He's got an umlau over the E, man. You got yeah, to do, do something. You got to do something. Once Yuri came in, I thought the U was going to be tough. With Mane, with everybody now, I, I, I've given up on it. I've given up. We can no longer be a hipster account because I'm not putting the correct <laughs> letters. Well, that's what right, we've before, got. We've got a. You were talking about Dortmund beating Man United earlier. They got Dembele, who's got accents over both ease. I mean, at the just end, the, just saying Dembele you, sounds like Dad Blanco. I mean, did you, United got Dembele today? He just did you see that goal? It was ridiculous. You got that the, was Ballon- fucking Ballon- crazy. Twitter proclaimed Ballador to Dembele after he scored that goal. Well, so he had a good goal in in one of Dortmund's like first preseason games where he like had a mazy run and scored. He's, um, he's got like an eight minute long YouTube clip with him just playing for Dortmund already. Like I, could, I was like, did they he's only played it? like two games. Did, did they, did they we had that for Stuart Downing after his first couple games. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, him what was that? Uh, in the trash bins or whatever. That was shit. What team? Whatever. What team did we play in the uh, in the Europa League qualifiers when uh, Downing first joined? Him and Barini. Oh, oh lord! Uh, from, Bel- from Belarus. Oh, was, I thought uh, it, was, it was a green team. You're definitely right about that. I think it was Belarus. Oh, oh man! I could have sworn we played. I keep like, thinking uh, Ludogorets, but Ludogorets is our, you know, 
our shame in the Champions League. <laughs> a lot of shame. Like, wait, can we go back? Can we go back to Moreno? Yes, so let's you guys go back to Moreno. Me, so first off, it's not Connor Randall that we're crediting with better crosses. It's it's Smith that we're crediting with better crosses than Moreno. Yeah, both yeah. of which both both claims are bullshit. By the way, that's both claims not are bullshit. What? Both claims are bullshit. No, Moreno. What what does Moreno provide? Why is why does Moreno deserve to be on that haircut? <laughs> horrific, horrific haircuts. All left fair. side. All he, left side. Aside from aside, who's the the fullback? Um. What? Why, are you, why do you sound like yeah. shit all the time? Mumbling? You mumbling? Yeah. Hey, you just I turned off for a second like Moreno. Am <laughs> I back? Am um, I back? Yeah, you're I had good. A defen- you're I had a little defensive lapse there. And I, I can't I can't <laughs> back up Moreno for that. But Moreno um, yeah, is... Yeah, what's, what's his name? He was he was the... Aside from, from Arsenal, he was, what, the most creative fullback had I think the second most assists of any fullback last That's year. Such, are, it's are such we a, that? Are we no, that but think him? about think about some of the passes that that count as assists for Moreno, laying it off to Coutinho. So I mean, he he plays it inside to Coutinho, and Coutinho makes a run, cuts inside, and shoots goal. That's an assist for Moreno. Right, he so didn't that, do that sh- he didn't, count for he, didn't he didn't do shit. Um, <laughs> No, I I think like I I think Moreno is a real concern only because he just he loses like he goes fucking apeshit just he's a wild card. he loses he's his goddamn mind like like the game that comes to mind is the freaking um was that Norwich the five two when or the <laughs> oh, five yeah. three the or the five four yeah when he just like he. Tries to tackle the guy, kind of gets a piece of the ball the first time, and then just hacks him down, like, inexplicably. Um, knows he's going to give away a foul um, in the box. And, and just, like, he lost his goddamn mind. There was no... Um, and, I, and I think that's, that's just what's concerning about Moreno is he's just prone to, like, these moments where it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Moments. Like... And it's it's still happening in preseason too. Like I've at least two games, there's been a direct defensive lapse or error by Moreno, leading to you know five minutes down the road. Then he, he pushes up the pitch and he, he, he credited with an assist or something. It's like Jekyll and Hyde because sometimes he'll make these recoveries and you'll see him like pull up like oh that's that's not Mascherano that's that's fucking <laughs> yeah that's Moreno you're like like these brilliant tackles and then like then later he does you know Norwich where he just uh, pushes him over you you fucking yeah. idiot that's him yeah. getting like, cannot find it this is his year like, yeah. if he does whatever he does last year he's he's gone yeah I think you you keep Moreno you give him a shot at that left back. Well, he's already because, got the, he's already getting the shot. I mean, that's yeah. Well, I mean, there's still. I I don't think the what the Hector rumor was. I think that was just kind of fabricated through that was Twitter. Made, so it actually made sense. But I feel like you have <laughs> you have you have some type of defensively sound left back in place. Should Moreno keep messing up? But another thing that we've talked about is if you have Coutinho playing and and kind of a, a front three or a front four on the left, 
he always cuts in, always, always cuts in. And so you've got yeah. that complete space vacated. That's what I think Moreno provides within this squad is that he's able to fill fill that void. Because God knows he can't cut in because he's never – he actually cleared it once with his right foot. That is, honest to God, <laughs> the only time I've ever seen Moreno – or uh, I'm sorry, Moreno hit it with, with his right foot. Oh, pause, pause real quick. It's uh, Gamal, Belarus. What? The uh, Europa League game, Gamal, G O M E L. Oh yes, and we, we and Barini and Barini scored. And when Barini scored, everyone was like, "Man, this!" And did, Downing scored did, a screamer. He did, the he did the hand bite where it's like kind of like half yeah. fascist slash Hitler, half like what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, we never really talked about that. I think we always just kind of wanted to avoid it. But yeah, that, that's what Barini's and, celebration. Yeah, it's a fascist celebration. I, I don't know. I that mean, it's really, fascist. any Italian, any Italian is, is is probably a fascist. I don't think that's just the way it goes. <laughs> don't make generalizations. Everybody's not a Decanio. Come on. Yeah, no one's no one's going off and making making you know straight up Hitler salutes into the Lazio <laughs> faithful as Decanio was wont to do. Or Joey Barton in the in the one case at well he was at Newcastle. I don't know if you guys remember that. When uh, yeah. he grew the he grew the Hitler stash, and then uh, <laughs> and then he scored a goal and and put his fingers over the over his Hitler stash and then did a like raise his hand like Hitler salute like like Nazi salute. Peak fucked peak up. Joey shit. Barton. Peak but Joey Barton right there. Joey Barton's living in fucking Glasgow right now. Hopefully getting raped by uh by somebody. Wait, did, what what? What? <laughs> we might have to edit that. He is at Ra- he is at Rangers <laughs> though. I know I know he got yeah. Rangers. Did he get his, yeah, he got transferred to Rangers. Okay. Yeah, maybe not yeah. rape, but maybe like a, a smack to the face. You know, a little something more subtle. I don't I don't know if you can really compare the two. Anyway, anyway, I mean he's kind of a turd. He is he is a turd. That's something that we can always agree on too. Um, so speaking of turds, um, the loyal, if you the loyal had servant. one. If you had one last thing, one last sentence to say to Martin Skirtle before he headed to Turkey, what would you tell him? I believe. Thank you for, thank you for Arsenal. <laughs> I, that, that's pretty good. I, I think my my actual last tweet regarding Skirtle was, "Don't let the fucking door hit you." You did say that, yes. That was. I think that was my last tweet regarding. That's, a bit, that's a bit rude, to be honest. It, well, you I, know. I think, I think my tweet to Skirtle would be, pack some body armor. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's a solid advice. Because there's there's coups popping off in. Uh, he's he's going to be lead, leading them. He's that's getting right. in the way. Yeah, I who think was, he, um, he actually went there for a reason. Who was um. There's a there's a player though there's a like a like a big player who who left oh Mario Gomez he said he's yeah. he's not going back to okay. Turkey he said I'm not doing it because there's crazy shit going on helicopter um, attacks I mean I, you can't blame him though I mean my thought is if Ukraine is still having a season then I mean man up <laughs> nobody really wants to blame Ukraine then nobody wants to out there it's like everybody's trying to get out of Russia. Yeah, Zenit's no, like true. they're losing their players. I mean, they've been trying to do that for decades, but they've you know they've got that 
Where did uh, where did where did Hulk go? Some Chinese Hulk game. Up. Yeah, that's Hulk right. Hulk. <laughs> Jiangsu. Jiangsu. <laughs> Uh, that's, oh. how Hulk, that's how you say Hulk's name in Portuguese. It's Holji. Holji. Oh yeah. Is that yeah. another like tilde or accent mark that I gotta that I gotta remember? Yeah, a lot of accent marks. Why don't you just Why don't you just uh, get that umlaut on your uh, most uh, common commonly used uh, accent? Umlaut. Umlaut. <laughs> that's an option. Um. Yeah. I. So. Skirtle's headed to Turkey. Right, so Lu- I, Lucas maybe Lucas maybe not far behind. Is the is the word about Lucas the same as Skirtle? Don't let the door hit you, or is or does Lucas um, get the the loyal servant and a top red? I'll give I'll give top red loyal servant. So Lucas, Lucas had some very unlucky things happen to him with those enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Unlucky. Uh, unlucky. <laughs> Skirtle Skirtle is phrase. Overly praised for never accomplishing anything. I think you can you can rightfully love the player of the season. That's not bad. Fifth most uh, appearances for Liverpool in Premier League. That's not bad. Uh, and that's the exact the, the one. You know, he he had. I, I'll credit him with maybe one good season. Um, the fifth most appearances is something I'm not going to give him credit for, because and this is what you can kind of love Lucas in is that that this is an era that we have not enjoyed. And it, it's been the Martin Skirtle era. And he's accumulated all of these appearances. He's been a staple of our starting I mean, 11. It's an era we haven't enjoyed. We almost yeah. won the Premier League twice with Skirtle on the squad. Yeah. Was he, An was argument. he starting uh, and no. he also Carragher and Agger were the were the first choice in that in that season, I think. Yeah, I mean, and he was third choice, but still, he was part of the squad. He was still in the rotation. Yeah, he he was getting games. Who else was part um, of that thirteen fourteen squad that that we're going to credit as as being loyal servant? Fucking. I mean, it depends. I mean, it depends. It depends on. Wait, that contributed jack shit? Um, well, not that Squirtle didn't contribute that year, but to credit him for the previous Premier League successful seasons a little bit much. But but Squirtle, especially the 13-14 season still, you can credit him as having a good season. He was still Martin Squirtle putting in being a defensive liability as much as he is liability. He's a defensive liability in terms of not just what he's known the most for is scoring as many own goals that he did, but just his ability to mesh and fit in with a back four. It, it, it's never it's never been there, and it wasn't there in 13-14. So to credit him, he scored some big goals for us, but he, he, you know, he's also one of the reasons that our defense was shit, absolute dog shit. The first few years he came in, he was, he was a pretty fucking good backup we bought him what december 2000 or january 2007 he came in yeah played very well um so you can't really hate him for that like he came in and did exactly what he needed to do give us some actually decent backup the, the skirtle effect happens whenever somebody is overly praised that it makes you track back and and be more you have to criticize them more because the praise that he was getting was always over the top in terms of the level that he brought to the club. Well, Sylvester Stallone. 
I, I gotta say, the year that we that we kind of let the the, the Premier League out of our out of our grasp on our own, um, you know, that was a year when Skrull didn't fit the system offensively either, right? Um, when we were trying to play passing, and Gerard was basically dropping into the back of the the defensive line to yeah. run balls off. Um, and I, I gotta say, like he was our only option, and he and he did what he could, but he definitely cost us some some momentum moving for, moving the ball forward. Um, but we didn't really have anybody else either, right? So, yeah, right. We haven't. I think that's the best way to sum up Skirtle is that he's filled in when we had no better option. So if you want to call him a loyal servant for 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 playing as many games as he did, go ahead. But that his time with Liverpool is has not been a pleasant one in terms of the fact that since we've had Martin Skirtle, Tottenham has consistently finished above us in the Premier League table. I also appreciate Skirtle's passion for the club, too, and you saw it earlier this year at, uh, uh, during the League Cup, during the Stoke penalties. Like, you saw that he gave a shit about the team. And I think that's now true. Do a lot of people that. That, that actually do not give a shit about their team. Whatever, I'm moving on. It's just business. Yeah, Skrull had that passion. You know, Agger, Agger had that too a little bit more. What was that? Yeah. Oh, Asu Koto was like, he's like, yeah, it's just a paycheck, man. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> he didn't really want to play. He's like, I just make money off of this. I think I would, I think I would say that passion is kind of his own insanity, and that we just kind of wrap <laughs> that into maybe that blends well, into. Have, I mean, have passion. you have you guys seen like the Slovakian national team play before? They're all fucking psychopaths. <laughs> Yeah, I remember 2000, 2010, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, watch some Skirtle. Yeah, they're nuts. Hamšík and, uh, and and all those dudes over in like Slovakia, they're all fucking crazy. Yeah, Hamšík um, has played Napoli for too long. I'm surprised he hasn't like got stabbed or stabbed somebody. He's been robbed. <laughs> Every state's been, been robbed that long. He's been robbed, strong armed, and robbed multiple times. But I, I would say that I would say that a lot of the a lot of the ill will towards Skirtle is because Brennan Rogers made a decision to keep keep Skirtle versus Daniel Agger. Um I think one yeah. because of age and, and then two maybe because of the whole uh left foot, right foot thing. Um Did you see Agger's quotes on uh Hobson Rogers? Yeah. I did. I did see that. Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Things are Where not he did. kind in the post Rogers era to him. I just tweeted to Jose earlier that we were always really supportive of him because I think we were. He wanted to play a certain way. I don't think it ever. It never clicked what we brought Rogers in for to play that way. Oh, absolutely um, not. But now, and like the Gerard the Gerard quotes about him not being able to pull in players and leaning on Gerard for that and now with Agar. Even the Agar quotes, it was like it wasn't like he was having a heated debate with Rogers, is that he brought up a very <laughs> agreeable yeah. point and Rogers yeah. just kinda shrugged it off and had nothing to say. And I think that yeah. that that's kinda coming out and it, it makes a little bit of sense that Rogers, I don't know if if he was ever really cut out to well, I mean, shit. Like you look at, well, it's weird to think, but if we had, you know, if Rogers had won the league, he'd he'd still be the yeah, manager, so be obviously. Legend, yeah. Like he'd be handed he'd be handed the fucking keys to the city. Yeah, um, my, my and he's 
He's like no, well, we yeah. lost him last year. But he's like, he, I mean, he's a goddamn like. You say that like you know it, but if you win the league, that completely changes everything. So I think if you know that Suarez has always wanted to go to Spain, and that's. That's yeah, Suarez I think I think I think holding on to Suarez is a is a separate issue only because he had <laughs> such a problem with the with the English media, um, yeah. like always ran ran afoul of them. But like Suarez I mean, leaving Suarez leaving for Spain, what his, his antics? <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean, but you can see like he's you know he's in Spain, he's not getting bothered quite as much as he would have in England, and he scores like goddamn a goal a game basically <laughs> um the dude's crazy i can't remember the number um from this season but he i don't know someone interviewed him like today or yesterday and he was like yeah it, i kind of surprised myself like with how many goals i scored um and uh yeah he's just like i don't know i think he's like at a comfort level now where he's just playing and he doesn't he's not getting like yeah. He's not getting scrutinized like game in and game out. It's like, oh, another hat trick, another um, <laughs> Galazzo. You know, he got Messi and Neymar too. Not just in terms of quality, yeah. but in terms of star power to take it off. The well, yeah, game. I mean, rather how than get, rather than playing in the team with, uh, you know, Ali Sissoko. Oh, <laughs> with Jay fucking spearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't talk about fearing, man. So we we can't go down that road. All right, let's get to Allen. It's not a done deal, but he'll he'll be on the way out. Would love to keep him, but if he wants to play first team football, uh, more power to him. I think he's earned yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but who? But we've talked about Markovic going out. We said Randall going out. Maybe a couple other fringe players. But who's who's coming in? Who do we still need? We mentioned a left back. Any ben Chilwell. That we need to fill. <laughs> what does Ben Chilwell provide? What does Ben Chilwell bring in the 16, 17 season? Not a, a goddamn thing. A backup. Zero. There. So who do we need to bring in? Left back. What else? What else do we need to bring in? I mean, we need to bring in Ricky Rodriguez from uh, from Wolfsburg. Oh. Did Arsenal sign him yet? Matt talks about waking up with a with a tent on his sheets. Um, it's not even a tent. It's just a full blown just. Yeah, that's fully alien. torqued. It's a scene from Alien. Uh, it shows the Alien Queen's nest. That's pretty <laughs> oh my god! You're, you're camping with a Winnebago. <laughs> <laughs> you got electricity in that thing. Everything. Yeah, they got hot no. water there too. No, I mean that's the dream signing, right? Like a oh, yeah. an offensive le- an offensive kind of minded left back who still is solid defensively and fucking takes set pieces. Like oh. god damn. God damn, he's a dream signing. But the problem is, no one's spending thirty mil on a right back, and Wolfsburg is in no need. They don't need to yeah. sell. They just sold Sherla for thirty mil to Dortmund. Like, Did Dortmund play thirty for sure? Wait, Sherla I went think to so. Dortmund. I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, that That's that like just happened. That like just happened yesterday, I think. Filling in the um, uh, Vitarian void. Dortmund yeah, dude, Dortmund is gonna be fucking crazy good this year. Like. Seriously, the I think the Bundesliga is officially like a two-team race again, rather yeah. than just Bayern winning it straight out. Because that team is going to be fucking crazy good. Do they have um, any extra defensive center mids lying around? Any true fives or sixes in, in Dortmund the squad that we can coach off of? Them? In Dortmund, 
Well, they've got. I mean, they've got Weigel. They've got Castro. They've got. Um, who else plays in central mid? Shaheen. Uh, round two. Shaheen round round two. I wouldn't mind it, <laughs> but I don't think that's like a that's a a, a Hendo. That's a Chan reboot that that we don't uh, need. We need yeah somebody Shaheen. that's going to anchor. Shaheen is a well. Fuck. I mean, Dahoud. Cough up the Kashish for Dahoud. But I would be. I mean, everybody has seen to be extras about Dahoud, and I I can't say I've actually ever seen him play before. So, so the thing about he looks he looks like he's got some skill, but the thing about the thing the thing so the thing about Dahoud because I I I actually watched like a decent amount of of Munching Gladbach this year. Only because um, I had a Fox Soccer Plus. Uh, no, you paid for that. Oh, no, uh, oh, I did for Bundesliga, no. for Bundesliga um, and Europa Champions slash Europa League. I had to. You know, you know they have a legal stream for that, right? Hmm. Dan Dan's got plenty of illegal streams if you ever oh, need sure. one. Although he crashed my computer the other day with one. But but, but either way, so so I watched a decent amount of Bundesliga this year, and and often found myself watching Munchen Gladbach, partially to to watch Fabian Johnson, but. Um, Dahoud, the way that we now that we've spent the money on Vinaldum, I don't think I don't think Dahoud's what we're looking for anymore. Because Dahoud plays so. like he plays like the Gerard eight. He plays like the Yeah. I'm a central midfielder, but I I play wherever the fuck I wanna play. Like <laughs> I I'm gonna go where the space is, I'm gonna go where the ball is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait for the play to come to me. Like I'm gonna go to the play, um, yeah. kind of thing. So I don't I, think Dahoud is really the answer anymore. Yeah. We Especially we need a guy who's gonna guy. we need a guy who's gonna sit back and distribute. Um, yeah. What about the two the two that come to mind are the the ultimate like FIFA or or Twitter rumors would be Carvalho or Neves or Neves too. Right, but Those, both both are still like. Kind of unknowns. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you have like you have Carvalho, you have Carvalho, um, like Portuguese wonder kid for how many years, and then this kid, some dude named Renato Sanchez, gets bought by Bayern. (laughs) Everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this?" And then he tears up the Euros. Like, he's the best goddamn midfielder on earth. And, uh, you know, like, move the fuck over Paul Pogba. I'm a goddamn legend out here. So he's just, I don't know. Like, I I, I don't really know what to think about Carvalho and, and Neves because we've been tracking them, you know, according to the papers for, what, like, three goddamn years now. And uh, and nothing nothing yeah. has ever like triggered us like hey we should we should move on these guys like i would say i would say hector herrera is a dude that we need to be looking at but we gotta get but that's jose on that one i know but that's we, a that and you know who i got really excited about our who? our holding <laughs> defensive midfielder that we were just linked with the, who's the that? fucking bulldog gary metal Okay. Oh, I would take that in a heartbeat. Oh my god, that that is who I want right now. I don't care. I'll, the good thing about him, he can he can dish back in the center back too. He he's a he's a Mascher, he's a Mascherano type. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he is. You'd think he'd be a lot bigger, but he's probably only like five six or five seven. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's a small little small little dude. I just so so my thing about Gary Medell is like you you know you've seen him in the teams for these last few major tournaments, um, like the for for he's Chilean, right? Like he plays for yeah. Chile. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like so you see him for Chile, and it, it's like. And you know he plays that that role of he just is the fucking bully in the center of the park, like just kind of breaking things up and then starting moves the other way. But he's he's not doing anything too crazy. What was really strange, I thought, was for a player of that style, LFC Twitter lost its fucking mind the second that we were <laughs> that we were linked with them. Like, oh, oi, like he'll. He'll uh, he'll two foot his own nan, like that's the type of player that I want. In the and I was like, okay, like, do we need a guy who pl- who plays um, that central defensive mid role? Um, probably, like, and and for the price, it, it would probably be good business. Um, yeah. But he's he's I mean he's a he's a he's a stopgap kind of measure. Like, he's a he's a maybe two season kind of guy who hopefully in the meantime we sign you know the the defensive mid who we want to be playing there in the future so um, he he can plug holes holes that we desperately desperately need plug temporarily at least too right and that's why i think so i think it's exciting in that hey we've got a solution that you know the price is right he does he does what like he's asked in the middle of the field but i mean damn he's not He's not by any stretch of the imagination like a solution, you know. He's like, yeah. let's let's get through a couple seasons and and hopefully, you know, find a find a, a defensive mid who who can, you know, be our our guy for the for the upcoming season. Yeah. So yeah, much better options up there. But that was that well, that's was exciting. Yeah. That's oh yeah, 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 yeah. But what about? So what about the world of injecting him to have somebody sitting next that the Senate mid to having someone sitting next to him, right? I mean, yeah, you got you've got like Chan. That, a player yeah, like that gives Chan. It's as part of a. Gives everybody else freedom to go. I think forward. it's yeah. It's either as part of a of a two or a three. Because we, you know, we saw Klopp last year. He he sometimes liked to go with that two of of Hendo and Chan. Um. But sometimes he was rolling out, you know, the the three in midfield. So, yeah, um, I think I think ultimately, if you're rolling out a guy like Medell, then you might have to go to a three just because he's not really doing much. Um, yeah, I think he's he's a three more than the you know the term the term of this summer so far the double pivot the double pivot the, yeah the double pivot all the rage do you right even now. do you even double pivot bro do no i think he's definitely in a three but it's yeah. not it's not even what a double pivot would be he would just be that centralized one and then if there's another one also yeah. centralized but that would give them one of them freedom to go for it he would stay back right but I think um, somebody, some at some point, especially if we get rid of Lucas, we he would be one. Get rid of Lucas, fill him in. That right. fits too. But I think as far as transfers goes, that's that's the, the uh, one kind of position that I think we still need that we still need to fill. What's the word on Lucas's uh, hamstring injury? 
I haven't seen anything. It's all been about Matsu no, I haven't and, seen uh, anything and a little bit about Sako, but nothing, nothing on Lucas too. But I don't. No, I, I, I can't see that derailing any type of move that Lucas would make. I can't really see that derailing it, unless it's like unless he's out for like three or four months or something like that. But probably won't be that serious. That's nah, it's just hamstring. Well, what about uh, either he'll go or he'll go on a low move somewhere. I think his move will probably be probably be permanent. Uh, the word was was Turkey or something last time I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And then so Newcastle is part of Ronaldo, but that that's done. But about transfers, what about uh, anything U.S. that we need to touch on? Uh, one thing, one thing that I got to give a shout out to is that we we've, we've got some whispers now of the of our Premier League bar. For 2016, 2017. Okay. Uh, so I was, so I was gonna ask this question because I saw I saw that you were you were kind of teasing. Well, I put um, it out there a little bit. Nothing's finalized, um, and I didn't want to jinx it because this the bar is actually one of the first ones that I reached out to when I moved to El Paso, God, almost three years ago now. And they flat out told me they open at 7 a.m. every single like every single day and on the weekends they open at 7 a.m. So that gives you a little bit of a leeway that they're already waking up that early. So I call yeah. them because we're in town. We're looking at places to live in El Paso. I call them. I was like, oh, you guys open at 7 a.m. Do you guys show sports? You guys are there? They're like, yeah, 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 all the time. I was like, oh, great. Uh, you know, would, would you guys be showing the Premier League game? No. Just a flat-out straight no <laughs> to, to watching soccer at this bar. And it's none other he than – I, I'm thinking that's partially it. Uh, what I found out okay. is that... That guy definitely eats El Paso salsa, or uh, New York salsa. New York City. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the Five Points area of El Paso, right next to uh, Joe Vinny's Bohemian Cafe, which is phenomenal. Uh, but it's Coconuts. So what I found out was that Coconuts, Coconuts, Coconuts opens up at 7 a.m. because a shift gets done at the hospital near there. And a lot of the the like nurses nursing staff and all that will go there and that's why all coconuts coconuts and that's why they didn't want to open up early to have some soccer nerds in there is because they opened up early because they consistently the have the nurses and the other stuff coming in but uh shout out to our uh uh our our, our sister network the the el paso afc arsenal account uh, they know the owners, so I think that's going to be that's going to be okay. our, our our pick. We've had a lot of uh, some new LFC fans fans popping up, and uh, Brian oh, on yeah? Twitter wanted me to give a shout out to his favorite new GIF. I'm sorry, GIF, which was a a, a stunned looking Muppet. Um, <laughs> but no, Brian's been there. Uh, we got a new guy named Chris that's been popping up. We even had some of the, the old folks back uh, from our from our previous season uh, but now it's a good time it's a good time we're getting some more some, some more okay. support from, from that it's always good to, always good to hear um, did we ever find out what happened to Frank? that is that exactly that is still a a big question mark so, I'm fairly confident that he went undercover into the cartel Benicio probably, Del Toro style probably there's one day going to be a movie about him and it's going to feature a backstory to build character they're, yep. they're going to have him playing on our intramural team so somebody's going to play us in a movie. yep absolutely but yeah he, he 
he was gone. Uh, some of the other, I think Chad Middleton's moved. Uh, the ESPN guy. Um, yeah. But now there's there's some there's some strong. The Premier League games. It's always good to hear. It's always good to hear. Where the two Red Ringos began. So we got to keep we got to keep the uh, the dream. Got to keep it moving. Yeah. Um, the. I would say so. There's only one other thing that we have to talk about U.S. and this is just <laughs> a very brief thing, but. Sac Republic, Sacramento Republic Football Club. Yeah. They've been dodging our interview requests. <laughs> and by that I mean they've agreed to an interview. They've agreed to it multiple times. It's even gotten to the point where I've negotiated who's going to be there, like who I'm going to talk to, <laughs> what we're going to talk about, and... Uh, and then the time comes and goes. Hey, are you available? No. Nothing. And then for weeks, right? So I'm getting the runaround. So uh, so Sac Republic, please. I don't want to do – I don't want to talk about what I think about you. I want to talk about <laughs> – I want to give you the chance to talk on here about – what you want to seem, you know, what you want people to to know about you. I want to give you that opportunity. But right now, the way that it's gone, I mean, you're leaving me in a very tough spot. So, so I think that's, that's Sac please, just <laughs> give us the interview. Let's talk about Garber heads. Let's talk about that's, the block that's party. My big talking point, yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about some, you know, um, Forel, if you will. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk this out. Let's figure it out, and uh, I think I think everybody will be will be better for it um, wow. rather than rather than me just talking on this on this you know podcast about how uh, well you know about what I talk about. So it never it never gets slow. There's two very divided sides on Twitter and it never gets solved because it's either whether it's the Times article or anything else that pops up it's all very just you know black and white for too and there's not usually a lot of like dialogue or at least it's not no. in, 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 in visual or, or print media so I think it'd be a really good opportunity an opportunity one especially because the El Paso area is always it, it is always linked to the most recent ones to a USL squad too. So it, 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 it's, we've got that connection as well and see what is, what is the mindset of a club that's already in that position and looking to make that jump. Because I can tell you right now, the El Paso based group does not want to bring in a minor league soccer team that it would want to have the potential at one point to, to, you know, to go big or something. So I think yeah. they, they kind of see it as a, you know, USL can be a temporary kind of. It, I like that you said. I don't know if your faux rel was a, 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 a pun. That's for, a stolen. Like, t- that's a stolen term. Um, is, is that like faux, like, like F-A-U-X? Yeah. Like it's still F-A-U-X, an opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Like, because that that makes sense. I think that's what what some because it's, it's not the system that we want, but it's that's right. something that they say. Yeah. I actually thought it was a play on rel. Okay. That's what that was my immediate thought, and then I actually you know. 
thought about it and on, it made sense on to what? But it, <laughs> like you know, Pharrell. Oh yeah, Pharrell. His his, imp- his impersonator. I was wondering when we were going to get to it, but I think that kind of leads us to what is our intro or closing song going to be. But I, I think that's a good. <laughs> so <laughs> it, so it's going to be Pharrell now. It might it might need to be. I mean, there there were options. Hey, what about what, what about Enrique? Any NERD? Oh, then that's a little bit of a stretch. Just like Dan, Dan really likes. I think we all do the Pitbull and Rike song, but that that's not really fitting in with the, yeah, with but the vibe. Often, I mean, yeah, the first. He, he, uh, it's got to be a little bit of timber. We made that. We made that uh, surge song based off of that. Yeah, it's true, but it's got to fit in with the flow of the pod as well. Like we always, we always have a very good choice connected. You have any, to, you have any hard uh, Slovakian hard rock music? <laughs> if, if somebody can dig it out, it's Phil Bakke. If I can sure. find some some, well, I don't know if it'll be hard rock necessarily, but Slovakian folk music of some of some sort. Uh, not, that's not suitable <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think the shout out to to Sac Republic is a good way to to cap off the episode one and lead us into hopefully, which could be the the episode two where we actually get them on the line and, and get them to dive into their take as well. I hope too. So. so it's things to consider. Things to consider as we get into uh, season three of two Ray Gringos. Yeah. This Four is Gringos this, today. This, Four. Yeah. We we were, we doubled up. Went went to the four gringos, but yeah, we uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna, uh, need more, I'm gonna need more talk time next 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 episode. That sounds like a <laughs> oh, yeah, we get, we'll have to get you a mic there, Bert. A little bit more yeah, you gotta, I need a little more limelight. You can join the hangout. Oh, that's I mean, true. That would have been some work. So I, I mean, think, Bob, could you just, you just crack open another uh, another mosaic over there? What, me? Oh, well, yeah. I'm about to once I uh, once I hang up, <laughs> but i got to get back to the fridge. So I guess they will grab another mosaic, too. I... Yeah, I fly out at uh, I fly. I don't fly out until you know ten forty five. So I've, I can keep... be I can be well, well in the in 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 my cups, as they say. You keep taking you keep taking care of those tanks, and I'll make sure that uh, that the house and uh, our offices are are, are fully uh, fully equipped with uh, all the indoor plants we'll ever need. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> well, to each their own. To each their own. <laughs> Uh, well, this has this has been, uh, I think, a good start to a new a, a third season of the Two Red Gringos podcast. Um, you can, and uh, and in this case, the Four Red Gringos. But um, for uh, for our guests, uh, Wade and Dan, uh, do you have any closing closing comments to the uh, to the listeners out there? Don't ever listen to the thing where Pat says he's once a Chelsea supporter, so I'll say that again. I knew it. I, knew, I gave you guys a disclaimer early on. Gave a disclaimer. Just, the listeners, listen, Pat is not who you think he is. He's like Raul Morales. He's like Fernando Torres. Raul Morales. Ooh. It's, been, it's been a good three, four years since anybody ever said his name. I mean, he, he, did, he did grow some good beards. That's very true. I just want to say, you know, if we uh, 
we need to get to where we're doing doing these podcasts, but we're also playing with listeners on, in FIFA while doing the podcast or in Rocket League while we're doing the podcast. Ooh. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. As, uh, as I think Phil's moved on to uh, to pro evolutionary pro evolution <laughs> soccer. I can, I can still play FIFA. I can still play FIFA. Get you, get you a pod that can do both. Believe that hits so, my scored from the half against you. I I was mildly pissed. Devastation. <laughs> I uh, no I th- so I I don't know maybe maybe a two red gringos uh, a Twitch account is next is next up yeah. pods via Rocket League yeah. slash FIFA. I mean we got to do something big. It's season Yo. three, so we gotta we gotta escalate things. This is bit. season three. Like we gotta jump the shark already. I would say whenever No Man's Sky comes out, we all just play that for about twelve. We do like a twelve-hour marathon. <laughs> Just I'm venture sure the galaxy. <laughs> just that's an all relevant. Venturing the galaxy. The not, you no gotta way. mix things up. You gotta mix things. We'll up. have plenty. We'll have plenty of time. Like while we're exploring the galaxy, we'll have plenty of time to fucking talk about you know the the uh, the failed uh, the failed project of um, you know X Y or Z player. Um, who you know he hasn't scored in the first in the first forty five minutes of uh, of the season, so he's he's a complete flop. So we'll be uh, no. no I for, think what so we're here, no. Here's what we do: we we play it for twelve hours, but we do a season by season review from every season from two thousand four to two thousand sixteen. <laughs> every hour we review a different season. Goal, goal of the, the season, season, player of the season, worst player of the season, et cetera, et cetera. Player of the season until he left the club, Jimmy Traore. If we do that, Baki and I are out on the streets. If we commit 12 hours. Jimmy Traore is a fight of the match, man. But hey, no negativity going into the season. Optimism, quality signings. Probably get one more in, but I think optimism, 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 optimism. Yep. Season three, episode one. Hashtag optimism. Hashtag, hashtag yams, bruh. Hashtag yams, going, going yam. Well, that has been real. It has, and uh, and for our guests, yeah, feel privileged. Yeah, of course, and you're you're welcome back anytime. Oh, careful. Here. Pat, Pat might get a little jealous. Pat, you all right, hey, buddy? He does uh, get, I'm, he gets jealous real quick. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I even know I was upset having to switch from the hangout that I was on. To this <laughs> <laughs> all, all the bitterness. All the bitterness. No, no <laughs> optimism. Just bitterness. I got, clop- I got cloptimism. I just, you know, a little, a little worried that, uh, what do you got? What do you got? I got. I got this, this, this is my problem. This is why I think I'm on. Uh, this is why I think I'm on the outs. But uh, you, you're throwing me off. But hashtag the answer. Hashtag optimism. Adios. Solid guys.
Atlanta. Hotel to the bar. Young girl with an accent with a backband. Ass out to the whole world. We can vibe out for the night. Stepping outside for a light. No coke and I just smoke paper. No papers. Low coke and I don't know about photos. Let's go though. How old are you? Saying that you never date older dudes. Why I never wanna say no to you? The coldest dude, the whole group with no kids, no hoes, no kids, no hoes, no dudes, no hoes, goose. I'ma walk out, wanna walk too? What about dude? Fuck him, I just really wanna feel something. It took me like five minutes to figure out like where the voice memos were on the phone, but I figured it out and so I wanted to Is it real cause you're on the block? Is it real cause you're on the block? Is it real cause you're on the block? Is it real? Lie. I'm a freaky bitch. I am five foot eight, three ninety, and I am a freaky. Heathen. It's a struggle just to keep breathing. Existential asthmatic. Puff, puff, pass at it. Craftmatic. Making moves, but they sleeping on me. We can kick it like it's FIFA, homie. Nevertheless, I got that fresh like it was Crest. Crying cause I'm stressed. TMJ or TMI. What's your lie? What's your living? I never understood the hate on a nigga preference When every marriage is the same sex marriage Same sex every day, monotonous Lost God, never pray, forgotten us Lost love, never say, just like our parents Too much power, ain't enough power Brain splattered like I'm falling off a watchtower And anybody could walk into any Denny's and wait till I'm walking in it With a gun today, 3D printed and finish it Kennison said, if you gon' miss heaven Why do it by two inches, old money and new bitches? 